Uh, take your seats. You can take your seats. God is good and all the time. Let's, let's read the word of God. Breaking ground. We are breaking ground today. Tonight, there is a ground that is breaking for you. As much as it is breaking for us as a church. Let's go to the Bible to 2 Chronicles chapter 2. 2 Chronicles chapter 2 verse 1 to 7. 2 Chronicles chapter 2 verse 1 to 7. I, I want to speak to us uh, this evening about breaking some ground. And I want to speak to us about what, what the Lord is saying in, in connection with what we are starting this month. So I, 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 I welcome you in the presence of God again. It's good to see the new, some new faces. Uh, good to see you guys here. Uh, also good to see our brother all the way from New Zealand. Did you bring us a kangaroo? <laughs> um, you're there now? Second Chronicles chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. Can you clip off your... And Solomon determined to build a house for the name of the Lord. Solomon determined to build a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his kingdom. And Solomon told out three score and ten thousand men to bear burdens and four score thousand to hew in the mountains and three thousand and six hundred to oversee them. And Solomon sent to Huram the king of Tyre, saying, As thou didst deal with David my father, and didst send him cedars to build him a house to dwell in, even so deal with me. Behold, I build a house to the name of the Lord my God, to dedicate it to him, and to burn before him sweet incense, and for the continual showbread, and for the burnt offerings morning and evening on the Sabbaths and on the new moons and on the solemn feasts of the Lord our God. This is an ordinance forever to Israel. And the house which I build is great, for great is our God above all gods. <laughs> I marvel at that statement. Because, <laughs> I'll come back to it. Hold on to it. It says, for the house that I'm building is great because my God is great. He's above all other gods. But who is able to build him a house? Here is the question. Who is able to build him a house? Seeing the heaven and the heavens of heaven. The heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain him. But I'm going to build him a house. But the heaven of heavens cannot contain him. Who am I then that I should build him a house save only to burn incense before him? Send me now therefore a man cunning to work in gold and in silver and in brass and in iron and in purple and crimson and blue and that can skill to grave with the cunning men that are with me in Judah and in Jerusalem who David my father did provide. And jump with me to Second Chronicles chapter 3. 2 Chronicles chapter 3 verse 1 to 2. Then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord at Jerusalem in Mount Moriah. Where the Lord appeared unto David his father in the place that David had prepared in the threshing floor of Onan the Jebusite. 
and he began to build in the second day of the second month in the fourth year of his reign. Then Solomon began to build. We are breaking ground because we are beginning to build. How for us it's already built, but we're taking it over. But we, we need to break the ground to raise the monies and, and all the things that we need and the paperwork that needs to be done to be able to take it over. Amen. We've taken over in the spirit. I know when I hear you pray, I know you've possessed it in the spirit. But, but then there's a next step which we need to do is to possess it in the physical. And in order to possess it in the physical, you've got to break ground. Somebody say break ground. My brother was saying, I want you to do something prophetic. Like if you get a, 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 a land and you want to build a house, there's always a groundbreaking ceremony. Because there's, there's a ceremony which they hold before everything else starts to say, now we are beginning. Now we are beginning. Now we are starting something. I was looking at them when they were going to, to start building the university campus. There was a special ceremony where they had to build, bring in some dignitaries and some very important people to come and do that groundbreaking part. And somebody just digs somewhere in the middle of this whole piece of land and then they start to build there. It's a groundbreaking ceremony. It's a ceremony that says, now something significant is going to start. Hallelujah. It's a ceremony that says, now we're going to move into the next phase. The phase where we, we leave all the discussion. And we start to put things into place. What we have dreamed about. What we have been thinking about. What we have been drawing and saying the house should be like this and the corners should be round. All that now we are going to start building round corners. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a moment. It's a moment where you, 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 you put the pick or the hoe or the shovel, whatever it is you will use to break the ground into the ground and you turn it up. It's a groundbreaking ceremony. And, 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 and tonight... We're going to do something groundbreaking at, in, 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 in this place. And, and, and on Sunday, we want to start something big in this place. Amen. Amen. But I need a people who are spiritually sensitive like you tonight. Are you with me? Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and so I want to go to the scripture. I, I will also come later on to Zachariah chapter 4 verse 6 to 9 it's a scripture that we, we we quote so many times and we quote mainly the verse 6 which says it's not by <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> so solomon uh, let's talk about solomon solomon is the son of david the beloved solomon's name the other name of solomon is jedediah Jedediah means the Lord's beloved or my beloved. You see, David loved this boy. In spite of the fact that, they, that, that this boy was born to Bathsheba, the woman he had stolen and murdered for, you know, he, he, he falls in love with this boy and, and he calls him Solomon Jedediah, the beloved of the Lord. And now here is Solomon. His father is gone and Solomon has been given a mandate or his father gave him a mandate to say, look, I had a burden, I had a vision to build a house for the Lord. But God said, my hands are too bloody. But you, the beloved of the Lord, you are going to build it. 
I believe somebody in this place is the beloved of the Lord. And God is saying to us, the Spirit of God says to us, we are going to build him a house in this place. Hallelujah. You see, the house that we are going to build in this place, I want you to understand this. We are not going to build a physical house. We are going to build a house which will be a place for people to come in and find hope and find peace and find joy and find life. There is a place we are building in this city, in this house, where people are going to key in, come in and find something that they did not have and find something that they've been looking for. That is the house that we are building. Hallelujah. And it can only be built by a beloved of the Lord. Somebody whom God just loves and you are a candidate for God's love. And so, so Solomon is here. He, he wakes up one day and, and, and the Bible says, And Solomon determined to build a house for the name of the Lord. You see, the building was for the name of the Lord. At the end of the day, it's not so much about the building. It's about the name of the Lord. Why? Because under heaven, there is no other name by which men must be saved. But the name of? Oh, come on. You don't know that name. The name of? Jesus. It is about the name of Jesus that we will take over this place. It is about the name of Jesus that will take possession of this place. It is about the name of Jesus that we must build. And you and I are going to build. We're going to take hold of whatever it is that God is going to put into our hands. And we will build a house for the name of the Lord. The Bible says Solomon determined. I want you to be determined that we will do it. Number one point, be determined. Determination is a willpower, is, is a force inside of you that says, I'm going to see the end of this thing. Determination is that thing that moves you, wakes you up in the middle of the night and say, I must continue to work. You see, it is determination that causes somebody to keep applying and applying and applying until eventually nothing says we give you money. It is determination. People who are not determined will apply once when they get regret, they stop there. I've talked to some people who said, Pastor, you don't know what God has done. And said, tell me what God has done. I applied for this scholarship seven times, oh, and they rejected me. But this year, God, why it is determination that brought them there. Pastor, you don't know this man. When you see him walking around with a suit like this, you don't know. It is determination that made that sister work on that husband until he could wear a suit. It is determination. It's a determination. Do you hear what I'm saying, people? It, determination is that thing that moves you. And you wake up in the middle of the night and you start writing thesis or writing report or writing whatever. Right in the middle of when others are sleeping and snoring. And you will not hear them going, grrr, 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 because there's the determination in the inside of you that says, I must not fail on this thing. It's a determination. Solomon determined the house that needed to be built was not an ordinary house. The, the, the design that his father had given to him was not a simple design. But Solomon determined that this house must be built. 
I need somebody who will determine that we will take over this place. Hallelujah. I, I need somebody who will determine that this place shall be called a place for the name of the Lord. That, that this place shall become a center where people will come into. You see, every time I see this place, I see people walking in and walking out. Not coming to service. Not coming to church. Not coming just to worship. But coming to be healed and to be delivered. To be ministered to. To be helped. To be uplifted. It is a ministry center. It is a place place where people are served it is a place where people are helped where people are just i just helped you to come and come in sad and you go out rejoicing you come in confused and you go out with a clear mind you come in not knowing what to do and you go out with hope that is the kind of place that i see i see it in my vision i see it in my dream but i need a people that are determined with me that are determined to say we will take it over in the name of jesus we will possess it in the name of jesus because upon my Mount Zion, they shall. Hallelujah. They will be deliverance in this house. You come in bound, you go out loosed. You come in struggling, you go out uh, with, with burdens that are lighter. Uh, in the yoke of Jesus Christ that gives you hope and not death. That is the vision I see. And so, but it needs a people who are determined. Paul, Paul says, you know, Ed, there is an open door for me. But there are many what? Adversaries. The, the, there are many adversaries. When Daniel had, had seen the vision that it is time for them to return. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel is, is there and he has seen this vision. And he begins to pray. And when he's praying, he feels an answer is coming. An answer is coming. But somehow the Bible says the prince of Persia withstood his answer. It, it got stuck in, the, in there. It was a determination of Daniel that made him to pray for 21 days. Nowadays we say we have 21 days of prayer. Why? Because it was a determination that Daniel had. To say my answer must come. Whatever it is that God has said, that must happen. It is our time. It's my time. I don't know who I'm speaking to. But when your time has come, you must be determined to see it coming through. You must be determined to take hold of the blessings of God. Be determined. We need to be a people that are determined. Solomon determined to build a house. Be determined to achieve the goal. The second thing I want you to understand is that you must build two things. The first one is the house of the Lord. Solomon says, I need to build the house of the name for the house for the, of, for the name of the Lord and in a house for his kingdom. You build a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his kingdom. Whose kingdom? Solomon's kingdom. There's a house for the Lord and there's a house for Solomon. And, and, and I need you to understand that we will build the house of God. The house of God is about the purpose of God, the vision of God for us as a church corporately and for the city and for the cities around us. Whenever we pray for Wagengen, do not forget there are other cities around us. There are other cities around. Do not forget them. As far as Nijmegen and as far as Utrecht and as far as, as, as going up all the way to Appledorn, do not forget those cities. All the way to the German border. So whenever you pray and call Wagengen, think about the cities around us as well. It's including everything. 
Hallelujah. And we must build a house for those cities, for the people of God. We must build a place. It's about the purpose of God. God is a purpose and a desire to save the people in the region, to save the people around us. It's about your neighborhood. We're going to build something for your neighborhood. And the second thing is about your house, your own house. As we build the house of God, your house must also be built. Most of the time, we only build our own houses. Solomon chooses to say, I want to build the house of the Lord first, and then I'll build my house. David said, I've built my house, but God still is living in a tent. I need to build the Lord a house. And he started to prepare. And God said, no, you will only do all is prepare. You will give whatever needs to be given. Leave it to your son. Tell him how the blueprint of what must be built. He will take over and make sure that he builds it according to the pattern and the instruction I will give him. But yours, David, is only to set it up. But he understood that you cannot only just build your own house without building the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we must be like Solomon who says, I will build a house for the name of the Lord and then a house for my kingdom. And so even when he begins to look for resources, he's looking for resources in twofold. One for the house of the Lord and the other for his own house, for his own kingdom. So I want you to understand that we see whatever it is, there is a provision that comes for those that build the house of the Lord. This also comes a provision for building your own house. Uh, the amens are few. Maybe if I said there is a provision for building your own house, maybe there is more amens. But I need you to key in to what God is saying. This is why I need people who are determined. Because the determination means you're going to have to build that house and also at the same time still continue building your own. <laughs> you still need to work on yourself and work on the things that pertain to you. As the house of God is built, you also must increase. Because if you go down, the people will mock you to say, look at these people. They will look at you and say, but these people must be confused. Look at how they are. And yet they say they are trying to, but why are they trying to do this for the Lord when they themselves? So as you go up on this side, you must go up also on this side. Solomon says, I need to build a house for the name of my Lord and for my kingdom. As God is established in this place, so too shall you be established. And I need you to, to hold in, key in, lock in, do whatever it is, but you must build a house for the Lord as you are established. So the reason that my brother was saying that you are, perhaps you are here for such a time as this, in this time that you are here, make sure you build two things. When you go out, go out and say, I've built two things. Hallelujah. Build two things. Number, number three. Number three is, is, that, is that you, you, must, you, you need to be prepared to reach out. You need to be prepared to reach out. What does Solomon do? Solomon says, I, I need to build this house. So he, he reaches out to King Haram and says to King, <laughs> this is why I'm saying there's a, a statement that intrigues me. He tells the king to say, King, send to me 
resources and send to me people who are good at working because I need to build a house and that house will be great because my God is great and my God is greater than your God. See, it's not just about all God. It's, he's greater than your God. Therefore, come and build that house. Do you hear what I'm saying, people? And, and he's reaching out to people who have a less God, but who might have resources that are needed to build things for a bigger God who is your God. But do not be afraid to reach out. Do not be afraid to reach out. Wherever it is, I, I, was, I was reading this and I said, God, thank you. Because sometimes we, we limit ourselves to the things that we, we say, well, if it's the house of God, it must only be people like this. I don't mind if Bill Gates comes and says, here's the money to take, to take this, but I'll take it and build the house for the name of the Lord. Because there might be some monies that I might reject, but some I would just take. <laughs> yes, we can, we'll reject some. Once upon a time, a sister working in the red light district <laughs> came and said, here is my tithe. Said, this one, please keep. <laughs> Repent and then do something without. <laughs> and then we will receive your tithe. But you see, do not be afraid to reach out. Because there are resources in places. God, God was speaking and saying, and saying to us some years ago, he says there are treasures in secret places. Treasures in places that you have not known. Treasures in places where you have not understood that they are. And, and, and he says, I will open the doors for you to be able to have access to those treasures. And, and when I saw this, I said, God, wow. But it will need a people that are ready to reach out. You and I must be determined to reach out to the places and to the people that God shows us to reach out to in order to build him his house. I was, I was in touched by the testimony of my pastor back home and he, he says when he needed to build a house for the Lord, you see, he needed to get a plan approved. And he goes to the, to the place where the plan needs to be approved and, and, the, and the man just threw him out and says, forget it, this place was was meant for something else and while in the course of trying to get all the permits and all these things there is a man he's then suddenly told he must go and see maybe there might be something for you there but you see they were all out to go and block him he should not get to that man but god works in ways you uh, you don't understand but it was his determination to say i'm going to reach out again even when they've said no and they've said no and they've said no and now they've said maybe that may be was enough for him to reach out uh, again. And today he has a big building there standing with a, a, a roof that once collapsed because people didn't know how to keep it up there. And he says, you see, this is the roof that God told me to build. Are you crazy? This is the roof that God told me to build. And I'll find out somebody who can build that right roof. And up to today, it's still standing. But it started off by being able to say, I'm going to reach out. To the people, even those that say this one forget and this one forget and that one forget. But as long as they say reach out to this one, I will reach out because there lies in the things that must come to me. 
I don't know who I'm speaking to. It may not only be about the church tonight. It may be about some other area in your life where you are supposed to reach out, stretch out your hand, hold the hand of somebody else who is able to lift you and put you up. Do not be afraid to reach out. Do not be afraid to reach out. Do not limit yourself because they look foreign. King Haram was foreign to the God of Solomon. And Solomon reaches out to him and he gets help. Solomon reaches out to him. He was, not, he, was not, he was not an Israelite. He was somebody who was out. And he reaches out to him. As he reaches out to him, this man is the one who says, you know, I understand your God is great. And he sends him the help that he needs. Your help will come from places you may not expect it to come. Oh, I prophesy into your life. There will be helpers coming. In the name of Jesus. But you must be ready to reach out. He sends to the king of Tyre. Says, deal with me as you dealt with my father. Make your appeal. And he, Solomon makes his appeal. Gets favor. He gets favor. He gets favor. I speak favor into your life in the name of Jesus. And, and as he gets favor, he is ready to declare why he needs that help. Because I need to build a house which is great. For great is our God above all gods. Great is your God. I need you also to understand that your God is great. The thing we are breaking ground today, the thing we are doing tonight, this month, in the months ahead, we are doing it for a great God. We are not just doing it for, 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 for just doing its sake. But we are doing it for a great God. Our God is great. And you need to understand your God is great. Your God is mighty. He is glorious. He is victorious. Your God is a big, big God. You know, the, the, the Ghanaians sing, I have a very big God. Oh, he's always by my side. Very big God. Oh. But I need you to understand it's not just a song. He is big. He is great. Who can contain him? Who can understand him? Who can tell him where the sun is coming or where it's setting? Who has counted the stars and knows them by name? It is your God. Who knows the, the hairs on your head and the, and the grains of sand upon the seashore? God knows and he understands that. He has counted. He calls them by name. He knows today from yesterday and he also knows tomorrow. He is great. He does great things. The floods happening today, he, it's not that he's blind to them. He remains great. Whether we are there or we are not there, he remains great. He was there in the beginning. He will be there also in the end. He is great. He is eternal. An eternal God. He is great. And so we must understand that we are serving a great God and we are doing this for a great God. And because he's great, he's more than able. He's more than able to do exceedingly. He's more than able. So you understand, he is great. He is a great, great God. And, and, and you, as you reach out to others, you're going to reach out because you know that this thing is great. You're reaching out because you know this thing is great. 
and, and this thing is big. And I'm telling you, God is about to shake up the city. He's about to shake up the place. It's because the thing is great. Nobody had expected something like this. But because we serve a great God. You see, they, they, they had not thought about this. Nobody could have fathomed that something like this is, is going to happen. But because your God is great. So I need your determination to key into the fact that I'm doing this for a great God. Hallelujah. Because your God is bigger. Bigger than this place, bigger than the bill, bigger than the budget, bigger than the challenge and the trouble that you face. is bigger than the issue that you're dealing with. Your God is great. He is bigger. He is bigger. Tell your neighbor, my God is bigger. He is bigger than the masters and bigger than the PhD. He is bigger than the job and bigger than your, 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 your supervisor. He is bigger than whatever it is that you're faced with. He is bigger than your marriage and bigger than your children. He is bigger than the troublesome parents and he is bigger than everything that you could ever face. He, he's just bigger than the noisy neighbor, bigger than the, the troublesome people that you have to deal with. He's bigger than the permit issue and bigger than the paperwork. He's just bigger. He's bigger. He's bigger. He's bigger you need to know your God is bigger your God is great your God is great you serve a mighty God is bigger than your sickness and bigger than your back pain and bigger than your headache your God is great he's bigger he's bigger he's bigger than your lack of money he's bigger he's bigger he's bigger he's great you serve a big God you serve a great God he does great things Bigger than the politics and bigger than the, the issues that trouble you night and day. Bigger than your confusion. He is just bigger. Bigger than your lack of clothes and your out of fashion shoes. He is bigger. He is bigger. You need to know God is bigger. Bigger than your lack of food and bigger than the burnt, burnt supper you had tonight. He is bigger. You, you need to understand your God is bigger. Many times we forget that God is bigger. Bigger than the troublesome people in, in the class. The people who have told you God is not existing. He's bigger than them. He's bigger. He remains big. He never loses power. He's omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. He's bigger. He remains the same yesterday, today and forever. He opened the Red Sea. He can open it again today. He is bigger. So remember that you are serving a big God. And whatever we do, we are doing it for a big God. And the thing we're breaking ground for, it is big. It's big. And they will see it. Because a city built upon a hill cannot be hidden. The light is put upon a table. It will bring light. And the Bible says light, the light came into the world and the darkness could not master it. Why? Because the light is bigger. It's bigger than the darkness. It's bigger than the sicknesses. It's bigger than the depressions. It's bigger than the demons and the powers that are holding people in depression and suppression and oppression. It's bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger. The light cannot be quenched by the darkness that's around us. He is bigger. He is bigger. And you need to key in to that and understand that your God is bigger. And so Solomon says, I'm doing this for my big God. And then he asks a question in verse 5. And the house which I build is great in verse 6, sorry. But who is able to build a house 
seeing that the heaven of heavens cannot contain him. How then can I build a house for a God who cannot be contained by heaven? Who am I then that I'm supposed to be doing such a thing? And it's, it's, it's a question that troubled even also Zerubbabel and Zachariah. And Zachariah had to get a message to speak to Zerubbabel. And so you go with me to Zachariah chapter 4. Zachariah chapter 4. It was the same question. Faced with building a house. Faced with breaking ground to start building the foundations of the temple. Faced with the challenge where they were together with Ezra and everybody else who needed to build the house of God. Having returned from Jerusalem, found, I mean from, 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 from Babylon and found that Jerusalem was ravaged and destroyed. The temple was gone. That same temple that Solomon had built. And now they needed to rebuild it. Same question. This God is so big. This God is great. How then uh, can we mere men build a house for him? How do we do it? And this is what the Lord said. Verse 6 says, Then he answered and spoke to me saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who art thou, O great mountain? Last month we were praying and we said, give me this mountain. The question now is, what are you, O great mountain? The mountain that you have been given. He says, what are you, O great mountain? I know some of you guys received all kinds of burdens. You saw your mountain, the mountain Horeb, and you were saying, ha, ah, this mountain. Will I get it now? And who are you, O great mountain? It's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And so he goes on and, and, and says to him, and says to him, Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain. You see, the thing that was supposed to have been a struggle becomes an ease. The mountain you needed to climb, you just suddenly have just walked through. Why? Because the mountain has become a plain. Who are you? What are you, O mountain? You shall become a level ground. You will be leveled before me. And I'll be able to just walk through it. Oh, whatever it is that looks hard, that has been looking hard, you shall walk through it. You see, when you've gone through a mountain, you wonder and say, ah, how did we go through this? See, I've driven through a, a tunnel in a mountain. And when you drive through, when you see the mountain, when you're driving towards it and you say, how, how on earth are we going to go around or maneuver this mountain? So, you know, the other day, I, I, the, the time I did this, I looked at the car and I thought, can the car climb that? And then they said, don't worry, there is a tunnel. And you go through the tunnel. When you are on the other side, you look back and you say, so this mountain, what I could have taken maybe hours climbing, I've just gone through it in 30 minutes. That was the feeling I had. And I got an understanding of the word of God. When he says, what are you, O mountain? You shall become a level ground. Where I'm supposed to have climbed, I've gone through. I'm now on the other side. Not by climbing, but by going on level ground. Why? Because there has been made a way in the mountain. 
Our God is a God who makes a way where there is no way so that what should have been a mountain becomes a level ground. What should have been a struggle becomes a thing of ease. What should have been a burden becomes something light and easy to carry. And, and, and God is speaking to him and, said, and says, you see, if you have my spirit, if you walk by my spirit, what, anything that stands before you like a mountain, you will be able to conquer it because I make mountains to become a level ground. I make mountains to become a plain. And so the mountain before us is a plain when you have the spirit of God. The mountain before us is a plain when you have the Spirit of God. And tonight I want you to key in and <laughs> I just want you to drink of the Spirit of God tonight because it is not by might, it is not by power. And it's also not so much about the money. I need your money. No, I'm a <laughs> I need the money. But it is not so much about the money, it's about you walking in the Spirit. It's about you walking with God to build a spiritual house in the name of Jesus. We need the physical things, yes, but it's about the spiritual. It is about what God wants to do with you in the Spirit spirit in the name of Jesus so whatever it is we will launch and break the ground and you will give like crazy in the coming months thank God for you but you will do it by the spirit hallelujah you see because when men do it by their own minds they go wrong see they start to give because they want something back but here you're going to give because it is for the Lord hallelujah and the Lord always makes you to profit. But you see, I want just some few things about the spirit. Why does God speak to Zerubbabel? Who needs to build a house? Why does he talk to him about the spirit? Why does he talk to him about the spirit? Why doesn't God tell him that it's going to be by having good architects and, and, and good planners and good constructors? Go get yourself a crane and go get yourself financial advisor. One, two, and three. I am looking for financial advisor. You know? but, 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 but that's not the bigger burden. The bigger burden is to make sure that I'm walking with the spirit because when I have the spirit, I will go to the right financial advisor. So he, he says, he, he says to him, let me finish the scripture. He says, what are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? Thou shalt become a plain, and ye shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, grace, grace unto it. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house. His hands shall also finish it. I need to confirm to somebody that whatever you have started, God will make sure you finish it. In the name of Jesus, ah, you will finish. And, 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 and it says, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts has sent me unto you. You will finish what you have started. You will finish what you have started. And, and I want you to know, it's not by might, it's by the Holy Spirit. But why the Holy Spirit? Why? Because the Holy Spirit empowers us for exploits. The Holy Spirit empowers us for exploits. And you have to go to Samson if you want to understand how the Holy Spirit makes somebody become empowered for exploits. You see, you look, you look at Samson in the book of Judges. He's one guy who was filled with all kinds of exploits. And you have to go Judges chapter 14 through to 16. And you read the story of Samson. And the Bible says, you see, whenever Samson was filled with the Holy Spirit, he did something extraordinary. One time he 
gets filled with the Holy Spirit. He holds a lion. And the Bible says he tore the lion. This was a big lion, not a small one. It's a big lion. Tore the lion like he was tearing a small goat, a small kid. You know, the, the baby of a goat is called a kid. He says, tore it like he's tearing a small goat. But he was tearing a big lion. It became a riddle. Became a riddle. Later on, when the, when the honey was found in the mouth of a lion, he tore it with his bare hands. Why? Because the Spirit of God had come upon him. Another time when they thought they'd captured him, he just woke up in the evening, lifted up the city gates. Lifted up the city gates. If I ask some of you to carry that door over there, you will struggle with that door. You'll be calling, please help me to carry that door. Samson lifted up a city gate. And when you talk about a city gate, I need you to go to Dorweth. You know, Dorweth is a small village just about 5, 10 kilometers from here. They have a big castle there. I need you to go there one time. Go and look at the gates they have at the front. They are heavy. Big wooden gates with steel trusses. And the gate is about from here to there. Enough for a horse carriage to go in. Or nowadays you can drive a car in there. That kind of gate. Samson lifted something that was bigger than that kind of gate. Lifted the two of them and went away with them. Left them in the forest. They had to find a means to carry that gate back to their city. Carried it with his bare hands. Why? Because the Spirit of God had come upon him. See, and, 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 can I tell another, another story? Another day they said, now we have caught him. We're going to kill him. And so while he was there, he saw them coming. He just looked around, saw the jawbone of a donkey. A donkey that had died some time ago. The bone was just there. He lifted up. And these are soldiers, trained soldiers. Soldiers that have gone for months being told, this is how you go to war. You fight like this and like this and like this. This is a sword. This is a shield. He gets a bone of a donkey slays all of them by one. He didn't even call for help. It's not that help was not there, but because the Spirit of the Lord was upon him, he could do such a thing. See, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you can do exploits. You can do extraordinary things. You see, the, the, the Bible talks about him, that you know he, he, his, his hands were, were, were just like power, full of power. One time they bound his hands. And the Bible says because of the power of the Holy Ghost in him. You see, the new rope, not just ordinary rope, but new rope. Out of the manufacturing, manufacturer's factory. Sealed with the seal of approval that this rope is good rope. High quality rope. That's the one they brought. See, sometimes you, people bring all kinds of other. And this time they said, let us make sure the best of the best of ropes and the Bible says when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, that rope just melted like wax from his hands. Why? The Spirit of God enables us to do exploits. There is an exploit that you must do in the vision that God has given us. In the ministry center he's establishing in this place. There is an exploit that you and I must do. And you will need the Spirit of God to be able to accomplish that which you must accomplish. And those exploits, one way for the Lord, some way just for him. Like the one of melting the, the rope. It was just for him to go back home. 
the other things, slaying the, the army and, or, of the Philistines, was to save Israel. The one of his, it was just for him because of his stubbornness and his love for women. But God still uses the Holy Spirit to help him escape and get back home. So there are things for you, like I said, you will build a house for the Lord, but you must also build a house for your And, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit also enables us to have insight into things. If you want to be excellent, try the Holy Spirit. Excellence is, is not being number one. Excellence is being able to execute things as they must be executed and to move on efficiently and effectively. Efficiency and effectiveness, yeah? You need both. And excellence is important. We must be excellent as children of God. We must be excellent as the people of God. As people who call upon a big God, you must be excellent. Because our God is an excellent God. Do we not sing excellent, Jehovah? Why do we sing? Are you excellent? We must desire to be excellent. And it is the Holy Spirit that brings excellence into our lives. And so the Holy Spirit gives us insight into things. And so when, when, when Moses wanted to build the house, God, I mean the tabernacle, God says to Moses, I've put my spirit in Bezalel. Bezalel, Exodus chapter 31, verse 1 to 5. I've put my spirit in him so that he can be able to be excellent or cunning in works. He can be able to, to have master craftery in works, do things in an excellent way. In the right manner, in a beautiful manner, in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a pleasing manner. He can be able to put the work together. You need the Holy Spirit to bring out the excellence in your life. Hallelujah. Excellence. And so I want you to pray tonight for excellence. Say, Lord, help me to be excellent in whatever I do. Hallelujah. Help me to be excellent. And number three or number four, I don't know how many we've gone through now. The Holy Spirit gives us wisdom to tackle issues. He gives us wisdom to tackle issues. He, he speaks of, of Joseph in Genesis. It speaks of Joseph. Joseph is a guy who has been in prison. And, and while he's in prison, they call upon Joseph and say, Joseph, tell us the dream of Pharaoh. What does this dream mean? And Joseph says the dream means he's prayed to his God and God gives him an understanding. Genesis chapter 41 says, So Pharaoh, you saw the seven fat cows and the seven lean ones, seven good years and seven bad years. In the good years, store for the bad years and you will be saved. And afterwards, Pharaoh looks and says, This is the strategy that we need to do. Who can lead this work? And, and Pharaoh himself in verse 38 says, Is there anyone else who has the Spirit of God like Joseph? You see, the wisdom to be able to save the nation in the 14-year in the span was coming to a man because he had the Spirit of God. See, I've been praying for myself to say, Lord, I need that kind of wisdom. And that wisdom comes from the Spirit. Tonight, you must key into the Spirit. Hallelujah. Just key into the Spirit. Because there's something that the Spirit can show you, something that the Spirit can tell you, something that the Spirit can reveal you, that can change your world. 
You see, there's something that the Holy Spirit revealed to me while I was doing my PhD. And, and, and you know, it changed the way I worked for my PhD. I'd been working with the company. And apparently the company I was working with, the, 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 the owner of the company, he did something that we could, we could not continue working with him. One and a half years in, one and a half years of work, I just had to throw away because we had to change company, change technology. And, and God at that time showed me something in the time of prayer, showed me something. And you see, when the Holy Spirit reveals things to you, it helps you move forward. It gives you a different insight. I could have moaned and moped and cried. But you see, I just got up, went to my professor at that time, says, I agreed to change. We stop with him and look for somebody else. And God says, go to this person and talk to that person. Like I told you about reaching out. I reached out to somebody. And do you know what? That became the path that led me to have my PhD. And by the time I was leaving my postdoc, I was being called, come and work with us. Why? Because of that technology I'd been developing. And it's just something that you need God to show you in the spirit. Do it this way. The other day I'd been struggling with something, fighting with my manager. And, and how do you get through this? And why do you change this? And how do you do this? And while I was praying, God just showed me to say, split the two things. So I went and I said, this is my proposal now. I split this one there, this one there, and I run it as separate things. And today, that has become the model that we use. Why? It just takes a moment where you are keying into the Holy Spirit to show you the thing that you, that you need to do, the thing that you need to implement. You hear what I'm saying, church? And even so for us, as we break ground, I want you to be a person. I want you to be a church that walks in the Spirit because the Spirit gives us insight. To tackle and deal with issues, he gives us wisdom. Where we could fight and sweat and struggle, if we can only be in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will save us a lot of time. <laughs> and I know many of you love to be saved on a lot of time. Key into the Spirit. Tell your neighbor, key into the Spirit. The Spirit gives us, gives us wisdom. Genesis 41 and verse 38 in particular can we find such a one as this man in whom the Spirit of God is? And that's a capital S. Amen. The Holy Spirit gives us boldness to face the giants. He gives us boldness to face the giants. And here, you just can't miss. I mean, I've told you about Samson. And, I've, and I tell you about Saul. You see, when Saul became king, People laughed at him when he prophesied. See, Saul received the Holy Spirit and he prophesied. And people laughed at him and said, is Saul also among the prophets? They laughed at him. Right? Saul went home. <laughs> he went home. And then people told him that, there was the, that the enemy had come in and had ravaged the people of Israel. The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came upon Saul. He took one of his ox and he cut it into pieces. You see, that same guy that they laughed at, he just, he, he, the Bible says the anger burned inside of him. The spirit of the Lord was upon him. He took up his own ox, cut it into pieces, and he gave it to the messengers and said to the messengers, take these pieces back and tell them this is what I'm going to come and do to you. 
And after I, you have done that, tell the people to come to me because we are now going to war. Suddenly, the guy, they were laughing. Is Saul also among the prophets? He's now rising up and standing as a king. Why? Because the Spirit of God is upon him. When the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, you will do exploits. You will face your giants. You will face the things that make you afraid. When the Spirit of God came upon, upon, upon Gideon, Gideon was that guy who was timid and was working in a, in a wine press. He was grinding corn. In a wine press, you don't grind corn. But that's where he was. Somebody in this place, you are supposed to be up there, but you remain down there because you are afraid. You are grinding corn in a wine press. Tonight is your night to get hold of the Holy Spirit power and rise up to your potential. Rise up to the place of your destiny in the name of Jesus. I speak into your spirit. Rise. Gideon was there. A mighty man of valor. A mighty man of power. You see, the, the, God, God calls him, you're a mighty man of power, even before the Holy Spirit comes upon him. And then in the middle of the night, he wakes up and says, enough is enough. When he hears that the Philistines have camped again and are coming to get his corn. I'm sure he thought he was thinking, these men, I've been grinding my corn in the wine press without them seeing. Now they are going to come and take it again. This time the spirit of the Lord comes upon him. He rises up, blows his trumpet. People, 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 it's time for war. The guy who was hiding in a wine press. When you've got the Holy Ghost in you, you are able to face your giants. You can face your giant. We will face this giant. We are facing this giant. We will overcome this giant in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Father. The last, point I, the last point I just received, I will keep it to myself for another day. But you see, you are able to face your giant. Gideon faces the giants. Peter. In the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2, chapter 4, chapter, Peter is there. This guy has been hiding. He's another one who was hiding. In an upper room, and they, at least they were praying in their hiding. Praise God. Some of you are hiding and not even praying. They were hiding but praying. Suddenly when the Holy Ghost power came upon them, boom. The Bible says they began to speak in other tongues. And then when people came and said, you people are drunk so early in the morning. The Bible says, Peter stood up and says, men and brethren, this is that which the Holy the prophets spoke about. This is that. And when he had spoken and spoken and spoken, they said, what shall we do? And he says, you need to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus. See, he's able to face his giants. And suddenly, the people they had been hiding away from are the same people that get born again on the day. 5,000 men. I don't know how many women they were there. But they get born again. You see, even when they called him to the Sanhedrin and they say to him, Peter, you must stop preaching this gospel. He rises up and says, shall we obey men or God? It's what the Holy Ghost power does to a man. It changes him. 
so that you can face the giants. Whatever it is that you are weak and failing to face, if you can get the power of the Holy Ghost in the inside of you, you will be able to face it in the name of Jesus. I need somebody tonight who will cry for the Holy Ghost and say, I need the Holy Spirit in my life. The last, the last example I will share with you is David. You know about David. A small young man. In, in those times, they would have just called him a boy. And he is there at the army front to give his brother some food. And he sees Goliath the giant. And Goliath stands and says, who come and fight against me? And so David says, is there not a cause? You see, when you have the spirit of God, you will see the cause for the Lord. You see, David has just been anointed before he's sent by his father to follow his brothers. He has just been through the ceremony where he's been anointed for a time that was coming. But because the Holy Spirit of God is upon him by reason of the anointing, the yoke of bondage, every yoke of fear is broken. And so he stands and says, is there not a cause? And so when he comes before this great Philistine, the Philistine says, am I a dog that you come against me, small boy? And David says, I'm going to cut your head off and feed it to the... <laughs> Why? Because of the Spirit of God. We need to have the Spirit of God in our lives. And tonight I want you to cry out to the Holy Spirit. I want you to cry out to the Holy Spirit. I need you to sing me two songs. It's not by might, it's not by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. And I need you to sing another one, another favorite one of mine. Send down fire. And I just want you to pray. Church, I just want you to pray. And let whatever the Holy Ghost wants to do to you tonight, with you tonight, in you tonight, out of you, in you, however, in you, let the Holy Ghost have his way. I just want you to pray. I want you to let loose if you can speak in tongues for the next one hour. Speak in tongues until we take communion in the name of Jesus. And if you, if you can allow the outpouring of the Holy Ghost to come and take hold of you. You see, the let, 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 let there be a fire. Let there be a fire. Let there be a fire that burns in the inside of you tonight in the name of Jesus. You see, David does a great thing. He faces the giant because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Samson does the exploits because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Solomon builds the house because of the anointing of God that's upon his life to do this work. You see, he says, who am I? Who can build the house? And God says, it's not by might. It's not by power, but by my spirit. Therefore, you and I need to cry out for the Holy Spirit to say, Holy Spirit, fill me with your power. Empower me, empower me, empower me in the name of Jesus, guys, can you sing me the song? Oh, reka toleba shindarabahaya, rekondeleba shandarabakaya, terawo shikata. Whatever it is that could be a giant in your life, you're going to face it by the Spirit tonight in the name of Jesus. But I want us to just uh, sing this song and rejoice in the presence of God. Oh, la rika terebo shandarabashanda, riko terebahaya, in the name of Jesus, makondarabashika larabatsandarabasha, reke telebo. Shandala baba 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 baka setele bokayata rikata la rabo setele
It's not by might, it's not by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. It's not by might, it's not by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. Sing with me. It's not by might, it's not by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. It's not by might, it's not by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. It's not by might, it's not by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. It's not by might, it's not by power. By my spirit, says the Lord. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed. By my spirit, says the Lord. It's not by might, it's not by power. By my spirit, says the Lord. It's not by might. It's not by power, by my spirit, says the Lord. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed. By my spirit, says the Lord. Send down fire. Holy Ghost fire. Send down fire again, Holy Ghost. Send down fire, send down, send down fire, Holy Ghost. Send down fire, send down fire again, fire again, Holy Ghost. Fire, send on fire, send down, send down, send on fire. Holy Ghost, fire again, fire again, fire again, fire again, fire, send down fire, fire, send down, send down fire, 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 send down fire, send down fire, fire, send down fire, fire, send down fire, fire, Holy Ghost, fire, send on fire, 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 fire. Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire again, fire again, send down power, send down power, Holy Ghost power, send down power again, Holy Ghost Send down fire, send down fire, 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 send down fire. Shakata, Holy Ghost fire, send down fire, send down fire, 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Rabba Shakata Labo, Nembrosa Kanta Labo, Send down fire, send down fire, send down fire, Holy Ghost fire, send down, send down fire again, fire again, fire again, fire again, fire, send down, 
send down fire. I send down fire. Fire again, fire again, fire again. Send down power, send down. Makachanda la bo, rakande la basha kantayaba. My God, yeah, Holy Ghost, send down power, 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 power. Rekushanda la bo, send down power, Holy Ghost. Down fire, 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 Holy Ghost. Send down fire, Lord. Send down fire again. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, fire, send down. Holy Ghost, fire, Lord. Holy Ghost, fire, 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 fire. Fire, Holy Ghost, fire, send on fire, send on fire, send on fire, fire, send on fire, fire, send on fire, fire, send on fire, 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 send on 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 fire, 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 fire again, Holy Ghost, send down fire, send down fire, send down fire, Holy Ghost fire, send it down, Lord, send down fire again, send down fire, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, send down fire, 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 Holy Ghost fire, 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 send down fire again. Fire again, 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 Bebe la 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 la
Lord, your fire on us, O God. Send down fire again. Send your fire, Lord, over the city. Holy Ghost fire. Send the fire, Lord, over the city. We need your fire. We need your fire. We break the ground, oh Lord. We need your fire. Let the fire, Jehovah. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost. Take over, Lord. Take over, Jesus. Take over, Lord. Take over, Jesus. Take over, Lord. Take over, Jesus. Holy Ghost let the fire. fire, let the fire, let the fire, let the fire. Send down fire. Let the fire, let the fire, let the fire. We need your fire. We welcome your fire again. We Fire again. Father, empower your people. Father, empower your people. Father, empower your people. Empower your people. Holy Ghost, fire. Holy Ghost fire, empower your people, empower your people Lord, empower your church, empower your children Lord, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, fire again, fire in the name of Jesus, fire again, oh fire again, Send down fire again. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Send down fire again. The fire of the Holy Spirit. Fire Lord, again. Lord, fill your church, Lord. Holy Ghost fire. Fill your church, oh God. Fill your church, oh God. God, I pray. Fire the powerful fire exploits. Again. The powerful extraordinary things. The powerful extraordinary things. The power to overcome giants. Fire again. In the name of Jesus. Fire the again. power to overcome giants in their lives. Fire again. Oh, Rasandara Basha. Fire again. Fire again. 
fire. Holy Ghost fire again. We need your fire, Lord. Holy Ghost fire. Rike bobo bo sendari arara bo kosata la bose Rico bobo 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 bo soto la bose ketelele bose Rico bobo bo sendelele bekata Sikolo la bose kelele boko sondolo la bose Rika bose kelebe ketelele bose Reketelele bose kelele bose Rico bobo bo sendelele bose Rikolo bobo 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 sendelele beko soto bosa Rika baba bobo sekelele bosa Undara bobo sekelele bosa Fire again Holy Ghost fire 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 again Fire again, fire again. Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. Send down fire, send down fire, Lord. Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. Send down fire again, send it down, Lord. Holy Ghost fire, send down fire, send down fire, send down fire, Lord. Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire. Send down fire again, send down fire. Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, send down fire, send it down, Lord Jesus. Holy Ghost fire, oh Makala, send down fire, Holy Ghost fire, 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 fire again. Fill your church. Oh, fire again. Touch the city. Touch the city, Lord. Fire, 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 Oh, we want your fire to walk in your fire. Releasing your fire again. Holy Ghost fire, 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 fire again. Holy Ghost fire again. Fire again. Fire again. Fire again. Holy Ghost fire. 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 Fire again. Holy Ghost fire again. Fire again. Fire again. Fire again. Fire again. 
Holy Ghost, fire again, fire again. We need your fire again, fire again. Holy Ghost, fire. Send down fire, 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 fire again. Holy Ghost, fire. Fire again. Fire again. Fire. Fire again. Let the fire fall. Holy Ghost, fire again. Let the fire fall. We welcome you, fire. We want to see you fire again. No sleeping before your fire comes down. Fire again. Walking in your fire again. Manifesting your fire again. Releasing your fire again. Holy Ghost fire. Releasing your fire again. Baptizing with fire again. Filling us with the fire again. Molding us with the fire again. Holy Ghost fire. Fire, fire. Fire again. Holy Ghost fire. Fire again. Oh, Jesus. Holy Ghost fire. Fire again. Oh, Jesus. Fire again. Oh, fire Jesus. Again. Holy Ghost fire. Oh, Jesus. Fire again. <laughs> fire again. Fire again. Oh, yes. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, there's been an empowerment tonight. There's been an empowerment tonight. Oh Rikali Ararabasan. Rierebo Sandariarabashak. Rierebo Sandarebekai. You're broken ground. You're broken ground. Enderebo Sandelebeka Sandorobosha. You're broken ground, you're broken ground. In the Rebeco Sandalia Lavasanda. Riken and the Rebeco Sandalia Lavasando Roboconde Rebeca Ravasande. Rinde Rebecondaria Ravasando Roboconda Ravasandaria Ravasande. Rindo Roboconde Rebecandaria Ravasando Roboconda Ravasanda. In the name of Jesus, Mendaria Rabocondaria Ravasando Robosa. You're breaking ground. You're breaking ground. You're breaking ground. Endariyarara, shendariyarara, basondorolobo shekanandararasa. Rikerelelelo, shandereleve kandariyava, shandorolobo shandariyarara basanda. 
They are breaking ground. We are breaking ground. Break every ground. Break every ground. Break every ground. Launch out into the deep. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, no praying tongues, praying tongues, praying tongues, praying tongues. Grapatos Catalanda Bos, Ebros and Delebos, Shikanda Bratalabos, Engros Catayan Talabos, Patoko Shikata, Preto Sandalabos, Limbra Gato Yon Delebos, Rante Keto Lobos, Kitalambrados, Entokos Kitalabranda Magato Yon Delebos, Riba Catayando, Prakasaka Kaka. Limbo Sante, Rakandabo, Lampro Dobo, Shi, Dalabo, Grantaba, Talobo, Sangrato, Tanta, Tayanto, Brosato, Reka, Tayanto, Reka, Kakamambo, Shetelebo, Reka, Kakayandalabo, Reketebo, Shentelebo, Limbro Sandalabo, Rankata, Embrosataya. E ragabato lobo, rentege shita labo, pra kakakakaka, e kayanta labo, reku santa, manta labo, makapo sekete lebo, magro sande lebos, manta brakukus kita mandarabo, rika kakakakabo. I don't know who you are, but every burden becomes a blessing. Every burden becomes a blessing in the name of Jesus. 
you're breaking through. My God. If anybody needs a touch, just come forward and I'll pray for you. But you're breaking through. If anybody needs a touch, just come forward quickly and I'll pray for you. Rimbos Kadalabo Shambradabo Roku Yangatele Shingradabast Pambo Gobo 